1: Up next, Rob Smith is problematic, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. Candace Owens versus Cardi B is about Black people standing up and saying, stop using idiots to talk to us about politics. This is Rob Smith is Problematic. Let's talk about Candace Owens. Candace Owens is the name on everybody's tongue all the time she's a name on everybody's lips uh on the right and on the left. she I think is one of the biggest things to happen in culture for the right, probably in my generation definitely maybe in history i mean it, we we would we don't know that um so there is this Candace Owens that. Has 2.5 million followers on Twitter, has over a million followers on Instagram, travels all around the world speaking Is the Blexit founder and, and all of these other things. So this is this is the public persona. The public persona is an absolute beast at owning liberals. She had this amazing, iconic moment on Capitol Hill. She's had so she's had more iconic moments than we could talk about. So there's that Candace Owens. There's the public figure, the the superstar, the avatar for so many young Black millennials who have woken up to the lies of the left. But then there's the other Candace that a lot of people don't really get to see. Now, I say this story all the time that Candace Owens discovered me. And when I say Candace Owens discovered me, what I mean is that she found me on Instagram when I was just starting out. My my early career, I started out, I was making videos on political commentary for Instagram. I came out as a conservative. I posted that on my Instagram. She somehow found it and commented on it. And then she introduced me to, to Charlie Kirk and the whole Turning Point USA thing. And then, you know, two and a half years later, here we are. Now, Candace and I aren't best friends. We're not braiding each other's hair. We're not having uh, sleepovers. You know, We're not watching Legally Blonde together. But we do have interactions. Um, and I've met her a couple of times. I've met her in, in sort of front-facing public persona things, and then I've met her sort of privately a couple of times. And so... There's the person that we all see, the person that's always impeccably put together, the person that always has their, their talking points and and the points that they want to hit on lock. There's this person that's an absolute beast. But there's another person that I've gotten, I guess, the, um, the, the honor of meeting a couple times. And this is the Candace that shows up with her hair in a bun the morning of the Blexit rally and helps everybody put up signs that is so concerned with getting everything right for the Blexit rallies or get everything right for the event. This is the Candace that takes photos with every single person that comes up to her after the Blexit rallies because she knows the impact that, that she has on, on her fans. She knows the impact that she has on African-American millennials and, and even younger Black Americans who look up to her as somebody who has red-pilled them into conservative beliefs. This is the one, this is the Candace Owens that truly, truly really does believe that Black America is worth being saved and not being lied to over and over again because this is what the left does. They lie to us. And she gets a lot of flack from people on both sides. Now, obviously, she gets a lot of flack from liberals and from the left because she is so effective. And if you are anybody in the conservative realm and you're not catching flack from liberals it just means that you're not effective so Mitt romney nobody like no liberal is going to waste their time talking about Mitt romney he's not effective you know but candace owens is effective there's a lot of people that are but i'm effective I, I i get a lot of hate from the left but she also gets a lot of hate from the right sometimes as well and i chalk up a lot of the hate from the right to um, you know, some things can just be chalked up to professional jealousy. There are some people that are jealous of her platform and her influence and what she has accomplished in her career. And I I wish that more people could just admit jealousy. But then there are some people on the right that are also like, Candace goes too hard. Sometimes Candace goes too far. And a couple of months ago, back in the early days of this. Black Lives Matter riot hysteria that we have now found ourselves in, in this, this dystopian novel that, that we're all living in. She did a Facebook Live about George Floyd, and she did a couple of interviews about George Floyd, and she tweeted a couple of things about George Floyd. There's nothing that she tweeted or said that was not true. Uh, there was nothing about his criminal past and his criminal history that was not true. There was nothing about the, the fact that he had drugs in the system that was not true. These are things that were all true. But nobody had the guts to say them. I didn't even have the guts to say them. Because I thought, I was like, oh, you know, that's too far. Like, she's going too far. Like, you know, who, who knows? You know, you better watch out. She's, she's going too far. She's going to turn people off. But literally three months after this, she has been proven absolutely right. And I think that a lot of the people that have problems with Candace on the right and the left have issues with somebody who does not pull their punches. And it's easy for people on the left to say that Candace Owens, and this is what they say about all Black conservatives, they say, we hate Black people, we hate ourselves, we're just parroting off these talking points to make white conservatives happy or to make white Republicans happy. We don't really care. We don't really come from this community. We don't really care about this community. We're just doing these things for money and fame and clout or whatever. And that is just not true. I know it's certainly not true from my end. And I know that it's not true from Candace's end, because one of the most profound experiences that I had with her was when she rounded up a lot of the most influential Black conservatives, and this was before Blexit had launched, she said that we have to get up to Capitol Hill because there's a chance for this administration to really pass the First Step Act. Now, the First Step Act, which was obviously the most comprehensive criminal justice reform in a generation that could not get done under eight years of Obama, that we got done under the Trump administration. And she had all of us together in this uh, this conference room at uh, Trump International Hotel in D.C. And she talked so passionately, number one, about the issue, but number two, about her belief in the community, but number three, she said, if these Republicans really want the votes of Black people, they have to bring tangibles. They have to bring something. And when we went to Capitol Hill that day and when we lobbied, when there's some video of me out there, um, I guess like ranting to Ted Cruz about something because we actually ended up flipping Ted Cruz from a no to a yes on the First Step Act. And, and we ended up sitting with uh, with Senator Rand Paul and, and speaking with him about it. And you look at her and you look at how she interacts with these people with a lot of power and a lot of influence. And this is somebody that cares about the people, and this is somebody that knows what she's doing. This is somebody that is that is very effective. So when a lot of people criticize Candace Owens and a lot of people are saying this and that and that, I think to these actual experiences that I've had with the human being that is behind all of the, all of the stuff, all of the followers and the moments and everything. So Candace versus Cardi B. This is a thing that lit the internet on fire. And there's a lot of different levels to this Candace Owens versus Cardi B thing. And first of all, let's just go through how all of this started. Candace Owens was doing an interview with Ben Shapiro. I believe she was promoting her new book that's coming out. I believe it's called Blackout. And she said basically Cardi B's music contributes to the disintegration of Black culture and Black values. This is something that went viral. This is a clip that went absolutely viral, made its way to to Cardi B. And they engaged in sort of a a Twitter back and forth. Now, first of all, let's just take what she said about somebody like Cardi B and somebody that basically has what was the number one song in the country called WAP. WAP is an acronym for wet-ass pussy. So Cardi B is a rapper that is rapping about her wet ass pussy with Megan the Stallion, and I'll get into all of that stuff in 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 future episodes because we're going to talk a little bit more about culture uh, in the coming weeks. But let's talk about this. And so Cardi B comes back on Twitter and she says, um, "In in in another thing that that Candace was saying was that why does Joe Biden choose this person?" to sit down and talk to as a means to reaching African-American voters because Joe Biden and the left don't respect African-American voters because they think Black voters are stupid. They think that we are so stupid that we are going to take political cues from somebody that is at this point famous for rapping about her wet-ass pussy at one point was famous for going on Twitter and talking about how she drugged men and stole money from them. And at a point before that was famous about being and it's a stripper. not even that I'm judging all of that stuff. I am judging the fact that she is becoming, you know, an avatar. This is the way that the left uses um celebrities to, to try to get black votes. And Candace called this out called her out on this very rightfully. And Cardi B responded to her on Twitter and see when I talk about effectiveness and when I talk about cultural power, that is cultural power. Because me and probably 99% of other Black conservatives, we could at these people all day. We could at I am Cardi B. We could do whatever. They would never respond. So Cardi responded. With Some gobbledygook about, you know... Um, Candace, Joe got to talk to me because I have the number one song and my sister can't go to the beach in the Hamptons without Trump supporters harassing because they were by themselves and Santa Claus harassing my sis, girlfriend, and just like a bunch of it, it It is basically what you would expect an illiterate rapper who used to be a stripper to tweet. And so Candace says, you are encouraging millions to go vote for the man that locked up an entire generation of black men. Google Joe Biden in 1994 crime bill. Joe Biden used you. He does not know or like your music. He thinks that you are dumb. And this is true. This is an actual fact. And so they go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And finally, this ends up with Cardi B doing some weird Instagram live where she's obviously reading off of the script. She, she's not showing her face. So she's reading off the script. And she said, well, Candace Owens said this and Trump is racist. And, you know, I just want to say just like just all of that stuff. And so this was a savage response. This whole thing, I mean, it was trending on Twitter. It, it was wild. Now, Candace Owens has been very culturally impactful for quite some time. This is not new. She was doing a lot of things before Kanye blew her up to the, to the rest of the planet. Because when you get a Kanye West co-sign, I mean, it is just, it is on a different level. And this is not to discount anything she was doing before Kanye, but there was Candace's career before the Kanye tweet, and there was Candace's career afterwards. And this made her culturally impactful. So, Kanye bringing her into the cultural consciousness of the African American community is something that no other Black conservative has really reached since. Like, she is it. Like, she's, she's that girl, she's that woman. And so now she had the the Kanye moment, and then she had this moment where Diddy, you know, Diddy, you know, you can't hold me down, you know, Diddy, has a revolt summit for for his network, invited Candace to be on a political panel. She invited Katrina Pearson as well, but Candace gets into a tussle with T.I., another rapper, another dumb rapper that made his millions via entrepreneurship, lives a beautiful, wonderful, blessed life in America, but, you know, tells... Black people that, you know, this this country is racist and awful and evil and all of the other stuff that, you know, the white liberal puppet masters that are pulling his strings tell him to say, because that is just another way that they make money. So she gets into an, an this, this sort of argument with T.I. And so now you have this Cardi B thing. And what this is, is that this isn't about Cardi B and Candace Owens. This isn't just about two women. This isn't like some some you know two women fighting on the internet. This is not about that. Candace is exposing the left and exposing Democrats for exactly how they think about black people. But what is the meaning of all this? Because This isn't just about Candace getting some book PR or Cardi trying and failing to become some sort of influential figure in American politics. It's about much more than that. And I'll tell you what after the break. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash.
0: The
1: meaning of Candace versus Cardi. This is not just some fight on the internet. This is not just some cat fight. This is not just Candace Owens scoring easy political points on somebody that is far, far uh, intellectually inferior to her. This is about Candace Owens once again exposing the left and exposing Democrats. Candace Owens just exposed the game for the world to see. Not only did she expose the idiocy of Cardi B, she exposed the contempt that the left has for Black people so much that they use this person to reach Black voters. Wet-ass pussy. Red bottoms. Cardi B. You know, I got this. She talks about, she She tweeted about, I wonder what pee tastes like. She. Th- this is the thing that she actually tweeted. So this is not some great thinker. This is not somebody who is a political figure. This is somebody that Democrats and the left want to use because they think so little of Black voters. And they think so little of the people whose votes they so desperately need that they think the way to get them is not to really engage community leaders is not to really talk to successful people in business about ways that we can economically empower african americans they want to talk to the semi-literate rapper that has i don't know 50 million followers across social media they can't even use black celebrities who have actually achieved things to to push their agenda or, or to even start a conversation. Look at Tyler Perry, right? Tyler Perry makes horrible movies. He makes awful movies. They are terrible. But he knows a thing or two about making money, so why not talk to him about tax policy? Cardi B raps about WAP. She can barely speak. She used to be a stripper. She can barely read. These are all things that we don't mind in rappers, but don't send them to tell Black people about politics. The left has a long history of using entertainers, athletes, celebrities, everybody to push their leftist agenda on black people. They do this time and time again. And I know I hit kind of some of the same people all the time because they are just so that they just need to be taken down. LeBron James, who is worth. Over a hundred million dollars but he talks about being hunted as a black man when he walks down the street which is completely ridiculous this man probably has private security obviously has private security so it's ridiculous so so they use him who else do they use who was what other athletes like any rapper remember chance the rapper which was another this is um he's kind of like in that in that Kanye West realm back when Kanye West went MAGA and then everybody was coming for him and they did all this other stuff. And Chance the Rapper was like, hold on, you know, Kanye is, Kanye is my boy. And I want y'all to know that black people don't have to be Democrats. And then the Twitter mob tried to cancel him and he had to literally issue an apology for saying that black people don't have to be Democrats. This is the stranglehold That Democrats and the left have on these entertainers that are so influential to young black people. And the reason why so many young black people look up to these entertainers is because, I mean, we all know what the reasons are. You look up to entertainers and you look up to athletes and celebrities and all that stuff when you don't have anybody in your household to look up to. When you don't have anybody in your real life to look up to, this is who you look up to. We'd have a father in the home when you're being raised by a single mother who maybe has to work a couple of jobs. Like who are you, who else are you gonna look up to? A lot of these young black boys in society don't have male figures in their lives. So they look up to LeBron James. or they look up to, you know, all of these other athletes. or they look up to Colin Kaepernick or they look up to all of these false idols that are not giving them anything real. They are telling them that they are victims. And these are the people that they use to push their agenda. Now, what white entertainers are used as political avatars for white people? Is Miley Cyrus sitting down with Kamala Harris and talking about anything? I mean, is that is that a thing that happens? I mean, is, is Justin Bieber talking politics with Pete Buttigieg? No, no. Because white people would rightly ask, what the hell are these people sitting down with these politicians talking about politics for as if these people represent me? Because we all know Miley Cyrus doesn't represent white people. Justin Bieber doesn't represent white people. I don't know. Who would that be? Anne Ann Hathaway? Like, what is, I it mean? So it is only black people that are used in this way to court black voters. Because the left... Thinks black people are stupid. There is literally no other response to this. There's no other explanation for it. Because the left thinks black people are stupid. And so the meaning behind this entire Candace Owens Cardi B thing is exposing it to people. Because right now, but look, the left is in trouble. Democrats are in trouble. And let me just break it down in case you have not heard this before. Maybe this is your first time hearing this. Democrats need upwards of 90% of the Black vote to remain relevant as a political party. They're not getting 90% of the Latino vote. They're getting about, roughly at this 65 to 70%, maybe maybe 75%. So Latinos are never going to be a, a monolithic voting bloc like African Americans are. The chief reason that Hillary Clinton lost the election of 2016 to Donald Trump is, is because Black people just did not show up for Hillary Clinton. They will not show up for Joe Biden. they certainly not going to show up for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. These are people that are not exciting to young Black voters. And Black millennials are smart. Left or right, it doesn't matter. These, th- like Black millennials know what's up. They know when they're being played. And the most important thing about this whole Candace Owens versus Cardi B situation is that Number one, Cardi B is dumb enough to give Candace her platform so that she can elevate Candace to even more people and red pill even more people. So that's obviously, you know, the the, the idiocy from Cardi B's part. Because you don't I, I have this thing, you know, when people try to come for me, I don't I don't give anybody free PR. But she can't resist, she's not that's not an intelligent person. She can't resist debate. bait. And so Candace used her in that situation because she knew that she would respond in exactly that way. And she would elevate Candace to people who may never have even heard of Candace Owens before. Because a lot of these people that are into culture and and follow these rappers and actors and celebrities and entertainers and whatever do not really know the conservative media influencers. Like I could do, and I look, and I love Fox News. I do Fox News a lot. I could do Fox News hits for five years and not red pill a 10th of the people that I red pilled when I did the Black conservatives versus Black liberals debate on Vice News. And that is just the truth. So Candace has exposed the game to a lot of these young Black voters who are distrustful of Democrats. This doesn't mean that they're necessarily Republicans. It doesn't mean that at all. But what it does mean is that they are distrustful of Democrats. So she has exposed the game. She has exposed to these young Black voters that they so desperately need to show up in November that the left thinks that you are stupid. And these Democrats, young Black voters, think you are so stupid that they are going to send an illiterate rapper who used to be a stripper to talk about politics with Joe Biden because they think that that is how they talk to you. So what is next? After this epic KO, after this this showdown, which Candace obviously won... What is next for how both parties reach out to Black voters in the future?
0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void are prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com.
1: It's my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. chumba ChumpaCasito.com. No purchase necessary. Void. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the truth podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth, delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not gonna find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: This Candace Owens versus Cardi B situation proves Democrats and the left just can't get away with engaging black voters in these superficial ways that insult our intelligence anymore. They just cannot do it. People are too smart, people are too savvy, people are too exposed to the game. It has been happening for decades, but it's definitely been turbocharged in the social media era. People are starting to look past this. If you talk to any young Black conservative nowadays, they will, or or even a young Black independent, they will look at some of these rappers and actors and they will ask the question, How is it that they're talking about how bad America is, but then they have built these great lives here? They're talking about how bad capitalism is, but then they rap about all their money and their cars and their homes and all of that stuff. Why are these people telling me to vote for Bernie Sanders or Joe Biden or whoever when their policies would literally jack up their tax rates, it's, it's the same idiocy that leads Cardi B to, in the same breath, say that she wants lower taxes, but that she supports free health care for, for illegal immigrants and everybody else. You know, these are these are the leftist tropes. And people are starting to get they're they are starting to get the memo about this stuff. As I said before, black people will not show up for Biden and Harris. Why would they? What have either of these two people shown that they have to offer Black America besides more handouts, more anger, more victimhood? So Democrats in the left, and also Republicans, by the way, because I think I'm going to do a whole episode on, on, on Republicans and, and everybody on the right, have to engage Blacks in real ways. In fundamental ways, in profound ways, in ways that are about economic improvement in ways that are about how do we fix the cultural issues that are happening like how do people fix all of this stuff that they spend so much time complaining about and by the way jacking up taxes so that black people can get more handouts from the federal government like that's not it's just not a way to fix things it's going to actually lose you the kind of voters who are going to be paying for all of that, all of those tax rates, by the way. So, so that's not the way to do it. In the true meaning of this entire situation, what we've been talking about this entire episode, this Candace Owens versus Cardi B, it's not really about Candace and Cardi. They, they are the avatars for this larger conversation that Black voters are having. And we are saying right and left, stop using illiterate rappers and bonehead celebrities to try to speak to and for us. Engage us in real ways. Assume that Black voters are intelligent, not that they're ignorant, not that they are so ignorant that the way that you get through to them Is using Cardi B or TI or LeBron James or whatever other rapper or actor or ball player is trying to get some political influence or clout now. Black Americans have options and we will exercise them accordingly. What you are seeing right now, what you are listening to right now is, is a black conservative that voted for Barack Obama twice, did not vote in 2016, and will be voting. For Donald Trump in November. Black Americans have options. This is no longer the time where we think that the Democrat Party or the left is the only place that we can be or the only place that we will be. People are standing up and people are speaking out. And that is what this entire Candace Owens versus Cardi B situation is about. It is Black voters saying, stop assuming we're stupid, stop taking us for granted, stop treating us like children. The true meaning of Candace Owens versus Cardi B is Black voters standing up and saying, stop using illiterate rappers and bonehead celebrities to try to speak to and for us. Engage us in real ways, assume our intelligence and not our ignorance. What do Black voters really wanna talk about? What are the things that we are really interested in right now? economic empowerment. Talk to us about ways in which we can close that gap that exists between Black Americans and white Americans, that wealth gap that exists. Talk to us about ways that we can improve our education system. From the right, Republicans will say school choice. From the left, they will just make the same talking points that they make over and over and over again about how we need to dump more billions of dollars into the public school system. But have that conversation. Have the conversation about police reform and criminal justice reform and all of these different things, but have it with people that matter. Engage people that are intelligent enough to talk to the issues that these voters are facing. Assume the intelligence of Black voters and not our ignorance because Black voters in 2020 have options and we will exercise them accordingly. You're talking, look at that. You're listening to someone who voted for Barack Obama twice, did not vote in 2016, and in 2020 will vote for Donald Trump. Black Americans in 2020 have options. We will exercise them accordingly. And this is very bad news for the left. If they continue to treat us like idiots and use idiots to try to reach us. Thank you so much to all of our sponsors. Please support them so we can bring the show to you for free. Please visit my show page at robsmithisproblematic.com. And please tell your friends about the show and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts so other people can learn what the show is about, so other people can learn how to be problematic as well, and join all of us on this problematic journey. Thank you so much to producer Stephen Calabria and researcher Aaron Kliegman, and executive producers Debbie and Newt, part of the Gingrich 360 Network.